Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire, the Leadership Development Podcast, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another bonus episode, top five reading recommendations. And this week, I have a fantastic guest with me, someone who's been on the podcast before. And I just want to preface that there's a major storm going on outside. And at any point, a twister may pick up my house and send me to the land of Oz. But before that happens, I want to welcome Latrice back to the Aspire podcast. Hi, Aspire listeners. Thank you so much for having me, Joshua. (laughs) So, Latrice, what's going on in your world? Because it's been a little while since you were on as a guest, and I know that we're getting close to the end of the school year, so are you surviving? I'm surviving. I'm hanging in there. These final days get very interesting. A lot of our babies have come back into the building, and so that makes for some very cool dynamics because kids haven't seen each other in forever, it feels like. And so there's all that excitement, but then, you know, there are also a lot of the squirrely behaviors. I work in the middle school, so we're all just hanging in there. I'm trying to keep my teachers pumped up and motivated so we can push to the end. So do you have everyone back in the building now, or is it just a certain percentage? Just a percentage. So um, roughly maybe about 35% of the students are physically in the building Mm -hmm. uh, four days a week. Wednesdays are our exclusion days. And then um, we still have a few students that are virtual And then we also have some students who have chosen to just come two days a week because we were on a hybrid schedule. So it's pretty interesting, but we're just making it work in these final days just to accommodate the parents and families. Of course. So Latrice, as you know, you're part of our Aspire Voxer group. And of course, you've been on the podcast. You know that I try to bring resources to our aspiring and current leaders with different avenues, but especially with this podcast. And so I had this fun idea with Greg Moffitt as he was the guest the first episode of top five reading recommendations. And I really just want to get people that I respect so much and to bring to the table your five go-to books on leadership. So are you ready to dive into your picks? I'm ready, I wrote them down, I'm ready to go. <laughs> You're all prepared. So yes, let's sir. start with your your first one. So what was your, your first book that you wanna start with? Okay, so my first one is a book by one of the most brilliant people I've met in a while. Sarah Johnson's book, Lead with Faith, absolutely changed how I did school leadership. Before reading that book, honestly, I didn't feel it was appropriate for me to share anything about my faith at work. Mm -hmm. I felt like there were parts of myself that I had to kind of keep reserved and at home. Um, But after reading that book and really coming to grips with the fact that my faith is a very huge part of who I am and I have no reason to be ashamed of that. Mm -hmm. And in fact, it has actually made me a better leader. I just dove all the way in. And so I would highly recommend anyone who is very guarded, has a spiritual background to definitely pick up Lead with Faith by Sarah Johnson. It's a wonderful book. I know her. (laughs) You do. And you do a podcast with her. (laughs) She is one of my favorite people for obvious reasons. And yeah, we do the Aspire to Rise episodes. In fact, one is coming out very, very soon. And she is just full of wisdom. And I absolutely love that book. It is sitting on my shelf. I'm looking at it right now. And I would highly Mm -hmm. recommend that to anyone. That is such a good first pick. How are you going to possibly beat that one? I know, right? Well, I had to start with that because my faith is a huge part of who I am. So that's that was my first go-to. You're coming because that lets me come to work and be authentic. Yeah, that's very true. All right. Well, I'm excited to hear what book number two is for you. 
Okay, book number two. You may like this one. This is Energy Bus by John yes, Gordon. I do. Like oh this my one. God, the character George. <laughs> you can't take anything away from that. I yep. absolutely fell in love with the fact that here is this guy who had no idea that he was the reason behind a lot of his leadership woes. And so until he, you know, encounters the bus driver, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't read it, but all of the riders on the bus he really starts to understand that he can make or break yeah. um, the way things go in his building. And so as the leader, you have to fix your mindset. You have to adjust yourself mm -hmm. so that you can better lead and serve others. So that is absolutely one of the most phenomenal books I read. He was creating that toxic environment that he so hated. Yep, so true. And yes, that is one of my favorite books. Yeah, anyone that hasn't had a chance to read that book, you got to rush out and get it. Um, how to read it again i don't want to spoil anything but i think you did a great <laughs> yeah. job of the synopsis there for our our leaders yeah definitely check that out so number one sarah johnson lead with faith mm -hmm. number two energy bus that is by john gordon john gordon that will have you telling your staff or asking your staff rather are you on the bus yep. you will ask that periodically to make sure that mindsets are right awesome this podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, Latrice, you are bringing it tonight. So what is book number three? Good books, good books. All right, number three is Lead Like a Pirate. Uh, by Shelley Burgess and Beth Hu. Yep. That book was actually gifted to me. I attended a conference uh, in Virginia, Women Education Leaders of Virginia. And um, at that conference, we were all gifted that book. And one of the things that I think I love most about it is um, it altered my leadership style and it helped me understand that it's okay to be dynamic. You can be different and you can dare to do things that no one's ever done before and not feel as if you're going to kind of ruin status quo that's okay. That's the expectation when you're a great leader. And so just the level of enthusiasm that they bring in that book, it makes you excited about getting up and going to work because you get to, as leader, try new things mm -hmm. um, in your building with your staff and kids. So it's just a phenomenal book to read if you just need something to rejuvenate you and Definitely. get you prepared for great leadership. Both of those authors have been on the Inspire podcast and they are amazing. And honestly, that book, the chapter, Passion. Yes, and it, I think it's early in the book, if I remember correctly, but I remember that. Mm -hmm, because being, that's the P for pirate. Yeah, mm -hmm. there you go. That's the acronym. That chapter was really inspiring. And mm -hmm. I really chewed on that chapter specifically, I remember, because that is something that's so needed with, with leaders and something that probably gets drained out the fastest Absolutely. with the monotony Absolutely. of the job. So wonderful mm -hmm. book, wonderful recommendation. Definitely lead like a pirate, number three. Again, if you haven't read that book, you need to pick it up. It's brilliant. All Absolutely. Right. Number four, you ready? All right, number four, Pause, Breathe, Flourish by Will Parker. That was an unexpectedly wonderful book for me to read during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and Will even said himself on his podcast one day, there was no way he could have imagined that when he released that book, we would be in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah. But it was the perfect book for me to sort of read and focus myself on what I needed to do so that I can move forward. Just, I mean, Will's talk about habits and the practices and mindsets that you have to have to be a phenomenal leader absolutely blew me away. When his wife told him he was, I think she said he was a shell of the man he used to be. 
that resonated. And the first thing I said to myself was, I do not ever want my husband to say that. So I will make time. I will always find the time. I don't care what I have to do because my marriage is important. And that's a part of me as well. And I can't give all of me to work all the time. So, um, I mean, everything that he said is just like, he's replaying all of the mistakes that he made in his life. And he's trying to help um, future and aspiring leaders not make those same mistakes. So absolutely love it. He was very raw and honest in that book. He is. And in person, he's real transparent. And I love that about Will. But I think you bring up a good point too, Latrice, about, you know, a lot of times as leaders, we have the badge of honor of work until we drop and Mm -hmm. focusing on goals and focusing on success and letting the other things slide. And like you said, Mm -hmm. that could be your marriage, that could be your family, it could be your faith, it could be anything that you, you hold value to. And so I love that you brought this up because especially in in trying times that we're in right now, that is a great resource. So will you say the title one more time? Sure. Pause, Breathe, Flourish. By Will Parker. By Will Parker. um, We're down to, are we already to number five? (laughs) We're already down to the last book. All right. I came with it. I had some good books written down. I know. This is fantastic. All right. (laughs) Kick it off. So what's the, the last book? Book number five. All right. Now, this one is going to be completely unexpected, but I'll tell you, this is a leadership book. If you are an ELA coordinator or if you supervise English language arts teachers, okay. this book is called Linguistic Justice. It is written by Dr. April Baker Bell. She is absolutely brilliant. She examines um, linguistics, and this will bore anyone who's not an ELA major, but she examines linguistics from a perspective that insist that Black language is often disgraced. Children are usually told that they need to correct their language because it's considered sort of taboo. A lot of us who are English language arts majors, we learned about something called African-American vernacular English because that was what Black people spoke. And so it was kind of like this thing where it has to be corrected. Mm -hmm. But in her book, uh, Dr. April Baker Bell, she talks about you know the colonialism of um, language and how Eurocentric um, that command of language is. Yep. And she makes very good points where she suggests that black language is praised for marketing. <laughs> you know, you watch commercial, you see McDonald's commercials, black language is everywhere, Nike, you know, but why is it disgraced for students to use it in a classroom setting if you yep. understand and you can you can pick up on what the students are trying to tell you. So you know, she really doesn't instruct people to stop doing that because there is nothing wrong with Black language. It is a part of who they are, who we are. And so I thought that that was like a phenomenal book. If you are an English language arts coordinator, specialist, um, administrator, please pick up Linguistic Justice. It's an excellent book. Well, it sounds like anyone could pick up that book and learn something. (laughs) Anyone could, but if you supervise English language arts, because I found myself when I was a teacher, uh, you know, and I taught English language arts, I would correct my students when they would use what's called the habitual B, I'd be going. And I would correct them. And then I started to think about when she wrote that information in that book, why am I correcting them? I understand exactly what they're saying. Right. Why is there like a particular command over language? As long as the comprehension is there, there shouldn't be any issue with it. So I absolutely love what she wrote. This is good work. Well, I'm not in charge of ILA, but every <laughs> as you're speaking, I'm like, that interests me like i think i need to read that (laughs) you know figure that out you know because you make some great points of Mm -hmm. corrections that are made globally in the sense of like just in school not just in ila Mm -hmm. classes that 
language is corrected in, in the hallways or in the cafeteria or whatnot by staff in general. So I think that mm -hmm. would be a good resource just for educators, not just specifically. Absolutely. For yeah. Absolutely. And it definitely would help them better connect with those students because think about how that sort of destroys the soul. Mm -hmm. These black children, when they go home, that's how grandma speaks. That's how mom and dad speak. And right. you're telling me that this is wrong or bad. Mm -hmm. that has an impact on kids right and that's got to be confusing too when you see on tv in media exactly. that it's being used you see slang and right. hip-hop like hold on these people are making billions of dollars mm -hmm. why is that okay she made great points yeah all right you sold me i'm gonna get off this <laughs> podcast i'm gonna be purchasing that book by april baker Ooh. bell that's that april baker bell all that's right. it all right, so give the title one more time for our listeners. Sure. It's Linguistic Justice. So let's go through the whole list real quick, and I'll have gotcha. all of these links in the show notes for everyone because Latrice brought some excellent resources to the table. So if you wouldn't mind going one through five one last time. So number one was Lead with Faith by Sarah Johnson. Two is Pause, Breathe, Flourish by Will Parker. Three is The Energy Bus by John Gordon. Four is Lead Like a Pirate by Sherry Bur Shelley Burgess and Beth Hoof. And five is Linguistic Justice by Dr. April Baker-Bell. My goodness. Wonderful, wonderful resources. And I already know I'm buying a book tonight. I'll have to tell my wife um, that it's awesome. Latrice's fault. And um, <laughs> Latrice, it is always phenomenal to speak with you. I Every time I, I have a chance to have a conversation, I feel like I, I learn something you are an amazing leader and i'm just so thankful that you're not only a part of the podcast but you're on the, in the boxer group and i just want to again thank you for for being on the podcast absolutely anytime you got me to stay up past eight o'clock at night this is fine <laughs> and through a storm <laughs> and, and through a storm look at that <laughs>